Adam had not yet alerted his own forces of his capture. He had simply gone missing for 24 hours. Still, time was of the essence. Both governments wanted to ensure that the Taliban was not tipped off that Adam had fallen into American hands. Therefore, no American military assets or forces were being used in the transfer operation, except a certain CIA paramilitary operations officer named Maxwell Stephen Moore. Admittedly, Moore had misgivings about using a security team of SSGN guys led by a young, inexperienced sub-lieutenant. However, during the briefing, he'd been told that Mala, a local boy from Tata in Sindh province, was fiercely loyal, trusted, and highly respected. In Moore's book, loyalty, trust, and respect were earned, and they would see if the young sub-lieutenant was up for the challenge. Mala's job was, after all, rudimentary, oversee the transfer and help protect Moore and the prisoner. Assuming that Akhtar Adam made it safely aboard, Moore would begin interrogating him during the trip back to the Karachi Pier. For his part, Moore would use that time to determine if the commander was indeed an HVT, worthy of serious CIA attention, or somebody to leave behind for the Pakistanis to play with. Forward of the port beam the blackness was pierced by three quick white flashes from the Tertian Mouth lighthouse guarding the entrance to the Indus River. The sequence repeated every twenty seconds. Farther east, nearer the bow, Moore picked up the single white flash from the Kajhar Creek light, and that flash repeated every twelve seconds. The sealed beam revolving beacon of the often disputed Kajhar Creek, a.k.a. the Sir Creek light, was situated on the Pakistan-India border. Moore had taken special note of the lighthouse names, locations, and their identifying flash sequences from the navigational charts rolled out during the briefing. Old seal habits died hard. With moon set at 0220 and 50% cloud cover, he anticipated pitch-black conditions for the 0300 rendezvous. The Indians were running at darkened ship, too. In a pinch, the Tertian Mouth and Kajhar Creek lighthouses would keep him oriented. Lieutenant Kayani held true to his word. They reached Point Foxtrot at 0250 hours, and Moore shifted around the pilot house to the only available night vision scope mounted on the port side. Kayani was already there, manning the scope. Meanwhile, Mala and his team waited on the main deck, midships, to haul the prisoner across once the Indian vessel came alongside. Kayani backed away from the night scope and offered it to Moore. Despite the gathering clouds, starlight provided sufficient photons to bathe the Indian Pauk-class patrol boat in a green, eerie twilight, bright enough to expose the numerals 36 painted on her hull. Approaching bows on, at twice the weight of the Kuwat, the 500-ton Agrai carried eight Grail surface-to-air missiles, and dual RBU-1200 ASW rocket launchers up on her bow. Each 10-tube system was capable of deploying decoys and ASW rockets for surface-to-surface and anti-submarine warfare operations. The Kuwat felt diminutive in her presence. As the Agri began to drift down the port side and prepared to come about to make her approach, Moore spotted her name painted in black letters across the stern, rising above the mist agitated by the bow wash. He then glanced through the pilot house door out to the starboard bridge wing and caught a short, long, short, long light flash.
He tried to remember which lighthouse used that light sequence. The Agrai completed her turn, and Kayani was now busy leaning over the port side, directing the placement of fenders to minimize any hull damage once the two ships came together. The flashes came again, short long, short long. Lighthouse my ass, Moore thought. Alpha Alpha was international Morse code for, in practical terms, who the hell are you? A chill spiked up Moore's spine. Lieutenant, we're getting an Alpha Alpha on the starboard side. We're being challenged. Kayani charged across the pilot house to the starboard wing, and Moore hustled up behind him. How many times had they already been challenged? They were in Pakistan territorial waters. What were Pakistan's rules of engagement? A flare burst overhead, peeling back the night and drawing deep shadows across the decks of both patrol boats. Moore looked across the sea.